Today on the Lockdown Blues podcast, well, it's finally happened. The thing that has been speculated on this podcast for literally a year, Matthew Kachuk has officially informed the Calgary Flames that he is no longer interested in re-signing with them long-term and he would like to be traded, expect the trade to happen in the coming weeks. And the St. Louis Blues are reportedly one of only five teams he is interested in signing a contract extension with. The whole episode today is going to be about that. I mean, come on, let's be honest. What else is there to talk about? Going to be a good one. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hammond, as always, and we got a very, very, very Exciting episode for you today. You heard it in the intro. It's here. It's time. Matthew Kachuk wants out of Calgary officially. No more of this speculation and and crazy trying to make these trades work. It's official. It's happened. It's all over Twitter. If you somehow miss it, if you're hearing it from me first, somehow, you know, here's the news. Um, That's pretty much all we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be going through each of the five teams that he has uh, put off reportedly you know, it's been it's been off and on whether or not those five team lists is accurate. Either way, though, I am assuming that the St. Louis Blues are on his list of preferred teams, regardless of whether or not that list is accurate. Gonna be a fun episode. I'm looking forward to it. Before I get into it, though, wanted to thank anyone and everyone out there who makes Locked On Blues their first listen. You know, because we're free and available on all podcast platforms. Uh, channel's doing really well lately on both you know audio and YouTube. The YouTube's doing well. Just hit 400 subscribers. Thank you all so much for that. Um, I remember, like you know, as a little kid watching YouTubers, um, dreaming about the day when I'd be when I'd be watching, you know, I'd be watching so and so's milestone video, and like, oh, that's gonna be me someday. And you know, here we are. Four hundred might seem like a small number, but that's four hundred individual people, which is a crazy amount of people to be listening to what I have to say. So thanks a lot for that. Uh, appreciate it, you know. And if you're not subscribed or if you are not on the YouTube channel, go check it out. You get to see my beautiful face every day. Uh, I'll be in here a lot. You know, recording five days a week until the until the off season, then it goes down to three days a week. But still, lots of content. If you're not on the YouTube, you're missing out. Uh, it's a lot of fun there. Anyways, let's just jump into it. News broke a couple hours ago today um, that Matthew Kachuk has informed the Calgary Flames that he is not interested in signing a long-term deal with the organization. And he has requested, I don't know if he requested a trade, but he would like to be traded. I don't know what the actual nitty-gritty details are, but... It's here, you know, everyone was freaking out. Um, of course, you know, Blues fans went into a frenzy, uh, myself included, just speculating what it would take to get him there. I mean, yesterday's episode, I even, you know, pretty much dedicated an entire segment to potential Matthew Kachuk trades and what it could take to land him uh, in a St. Louis Blues uniform. But now here we are, you know, a day later, um, and we've gotten even more news. And then a little bit after that, Jeremy Rutherford, uh, great blues reporter, check him out. Uh, released an article on the Athletic where he said something along the lines of a source source close to Matthew Kachuk confirms that he has five teams uh, that he would be willing to sign an extension with. So basically, what that means, uh, he is currently a restricted free agent, so he doesn't have a contract right now. So 
that makes it difficult. You know, you, a lot obviously you'd be thinking, oh, Matthew Kachuk, hundred point scorer. He's twenty four. Uh, incredible offensively, incredible defensively. Every team in the league should be in on him. And while that may be the case, he doesn't have to sign a contract with whatever team he gets traded to, which gives him a lot of leverage. You know, he can basically tell the Calgary Flames, hey, here are the five teams that I'd be willing to sign with. Um, and, you know, if if you trade me somewhere else, I'm not going to sign with them. So they're not, and they know I'm not going to sign with them. So they're not going to give give you any assets. Uh, similar to what happened with Kevin Shattenkirk when the Blues were shopping him. The Blues almost sent him to Edmonton for Taylor Hall, but Kevin Shattenkirk basically told St. Louis that he was unwilling to sign an extension in Edmonton, so that deal fell through. Um, anyways, so the five teams that Matthew Kachuk listed off for his willingness to sign an extension are the Dallas Stars, the Nashville Predators, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Florida Panthers, and oh, there's one more team in there. Can't seem to think of it. Oh, yeah, the St. Louis Blues. Obviously, no-brainer. His family grew up here. Uh, his dad played here. His dad still lives here. It's been something that's been speculated on this podcast for a very long time, go dating back to last year. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard Matthew Kachuk trade rumors being talked about for a long time, like hundreds of episodes ago long. Um, so it was kind of a no-brainer that once the trade was formally requested that the Blues would be on that list. But hey, it's it's nice to see it in formal writing. Again, there has been some speculation that that list isn't accurate, but to me, that doesn't mean that the Blues aren't on it. To me, that, that might just mean that the other teams aren't completely accurate. There's no way that Matthew Kachuk wouldn't sign a long-term contract with the St. Louis Blues. Um, in this upcoming second segment, I'm going to be going into each of those five teams and what, why it makes sense for them to be on that list. And then, you know, second half of the episode is going to be all about bringing him to St. Louis, what that might take, what a trade might look like, all that stuff and more. Now, if you guys have a hot take on where you think Matthew Kachuk might end up, they got odds over at Bet Online. And they got all kinds of other odds as well. So before I continue with this episode, I do want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. You know, i got a golf hat on. Good, good golf. Shout out. Check that out too. Uh, Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, sports uh, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered for literally everything. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. And I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so. The Blues are, obviously, in the running for Matthew Kachuk, but according to Jeremy Rutherford and the rumors going around, there are four other teams in the running. So I want to talk about each one of them briefly before I get into the Blues. Uh, the first team I want to talk about, I guess I'll start in division, you know, and, and think about what those guys have to offer. I think the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators are both viable suitors for Matthew Kachuk. Now, the only reason why I don't put them in the same tier as the Blues is because I don't think either one of those teams is quite as good as the Blues and can afford to, you know, bring in a guy like Matthew Kachuk at the cost of roster players and continue to contend. I, I, I'm assuming Matthew Kachuk wants to contend. I'm assuming he wants to compete for a Stanley Cup. Um, and, 
you know, the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators, well, good. The Central Division is going to be very competitive, and I do view those teams as a little bit of a tier below the St. Louis Blues, at least right now. Um, that could change, you know, I, things could be different next season. I, I don't think, I think it's very close. I think all three of those teams are going to be, you know, pretty even, pretty close to when it comes to points, but I do think the Blues have a leg up, and I also think the Blues have a better ability than those two teams to bring in Matthew Kachuk without hurting their their offense and their current roster quite as much. Um, moving on from them, the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't even know what the heck they would trade for Matthew Kachuk. Um, they have the cap space because of the long-term injury reserve shenanigans that they're pulling, but they have just such a full roster um, in terms of forwards. I mean, they have some really, really, really high-end talent, you know, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, etc., etc. However, they have shown a little bit of inconsistency in years past. They have shown that they might have taken a step back from their first season in the NHL where they contended for a Stanley Cup, and then they also have pretty much gutted their entire prospect pool and don't have a lot of picks either, so I'm not sure what they would give up for Matthew Kachuk. It would probably be more of just a consistent, you know, a hockey trade, some of their roster players, um, but they do have the cap space, which is interesting. Um, with the long-term injury reserve stuff. Uh, so Vegas is definitely a sneaky pick there, but Vegas has also been in on pretty much every trade target since they've been in existence. Now, obviously, they did get Jack Eichel, so you can't really just rule them out. But it would really blow my mind if they acquired both of the top two trade targets of the last, like, five years in the NHL maybe that's maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration but I, I saw an article today that was basically like Matthew Kachuk is going to consider is going to take a, a haul similar to that of Jack Eichel and if I'm the Vegas Golden Knights you know I, I don't I don't even know if they have another Jack Eichel-esque haul to give up um, they gave up so so much for him one of the biggest trades we've ever seen in NHL history and they would have to do that again if they wanted to get Matthew Kachuk. And for that reason, I don't see them quite as realistic. But then again, we know that they're willing to mortgage all of their future to build a competitive roster. So you never know. I wouldn't rule them out. But again, I, I, I think that they're going to have a hard time coming up with the assets to you know beat out these other teams. Um, especially you know when, like I said, they already just gutted their farm system and their picks for a guy like Jack Eichel last season. So that'll be interesting. You know, I, I'm not going to rule them out. They're always in the hunt for, for these big name players. But who knows? Uh, now that you go out east and you got a team in the Florida Panthers. Now the Florida Panthers are honestly, in my opinion, number two most likely team to trade him for him uh, after the St. Louis Blues in that list of five teams. And that is because of just how good they are, but also their plethora of sort of young talent as well. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised to see a guy like Spencer Knight thrown into trade there. I think Spencer Knight could be the most valuable asset that Calgary could get back in a trade for Matthew Kachuk, even more valuable than a guy like Jordan Cairo, just because Florida has Sergey Bobrovsky locked up such long term. You know, they could just being they could just sort of shift their timeline and say, you know what, we'll roll with Bob and we'll bring in Matthew Kachuk to push us over the edge. The Florida Panthers were one of the best teams in the NHL this season, and they really struggled in the playoffs when it came to scoring, um, especially you know when they get when they scored like three goals in the entire series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So. Um, I think that would make a lot of sense. And like I said, they have the depth, they have the talent to wear, similar to the St. Louis Blues. I think that they can sort of create a combination of picks, prospects, and roster players uh, that would be both appealing to Calgary, but also not absolutely decimating to uh, what their current roster outlook is. 
Uh, and because of that, I think Florida would be a pretty big contender um, to trade for a guy like Matthew Kachuk. The other area of that that, I mean, I don't want to say I want him to go to Florida, but obviously number one on that list is the St. Louis Blues. It would be really painful to see him get traded to another Western Conference team that wasn't the St. Louis Blues, especially a team in the division if it's Dallas or Nashville. Uh, and I think Doug Armstrong knows that. I think there'll be a little bit of extra motivation from the Blues end to make sure that he gets traded. If he gets traded in the division, it's to the Blues. Um, so that's why I'd kind of like him to see him go to Florida uh, if it's not the Blues. Um, but uh, similar to you know some of the other reasons, I still don't think the Panthers are you know going to be the favorites in this mix. I think just the all of the pros of St. Louis, and again. I don't know how much of a say Matthew Kachuk has if he just tells the Calgary Flames, okay, these are the five teams I want to go to, and then the Flames just listen to the best offer, then that's kind of out of the Blues' hands. But I have to imagine that the Blues are Matthew Kachuk's number one destination. Now, he can't, this isn't the NBA, he can't just force a trade to the, uh, to the I was going to say the Boston Celtics, I'm thinking about basketball. Uh, he can't just force a trade to the St. Louis Blues, um, like, you know, he's not Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving. He's not those guys. Unfortunately, you know, this would be the one time I would root for something like that. If he just said, hey, I'm going to the Blues and I'm not playing uh, until you trade me there. That'd be great. Uh, Unfortunately, not the case. So there might just be an element of, you know, the Calgary Flames are just going to wait for the best offer. And because of that, I do think the Panthers might be able to outbid the St. Louis Blues for Matthew Kachuk, but that would have to include them uh, throwing in a guy like Spencer Knight, which I don't know if they're willing to do. Um, but again, it's a guy, it's Matthew Kachuk, you know, he's a hundred point scorer. He is one of the best young talents in the league. Uh, he is going to be a franchise cornerstone for whatever team trades for him, you know, so you pretty much part with whatever it takes in order to bring in a guy like Matthew Kachuk, no matter what team you are. So it's going to be a frenzy. You know, I think a lot of teams are going to be offering a ton of assets for Matthew Kachuk, but the Blues are going to be one of them. So in this upcoming third and final segment, I know I'm going to it a little bit early, but I want to have, you know, 10 full minutes of just uncut talk of what will it take to get Matthew Kachuk in a Blues uniform. So make sure you stay tuned. Lots of action in this third and final segment of today's episode. Stay tuned. Appreciate y'all for listening. Be right back. All right. So let's talk about it. Matthew Kachuk, St. Louis Blues. What will it take? Uh, yesterday, I talked about a one-trade idea, which was Vladimir Tarasenko, Jordan Cairo, and other stuff uh, for Matthew Kachuk. Now, similar to the Tory Krug trade proposal, Tory Krug trade proposals, say that five times fast. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko to the Calgary Flames is a little bit more unlikely than I initially thought, and that is because, just like Tory Krug, he has a no-trade clause, and I would be surprised to see either of those two guys um, accept a trade to the Calgary Flames, a team that has pretty much gutted their entire, not their entire roster, but has is going to be losing two top-end talents this offseason. They already lost Johnny Gaudreau, and they're now losing Matthew Kachuk. They are a team that doesn't really look like they're going to be in contention anytime soon, and unfortunately... Calgary isn't exactly a destination to move and live with your family and raise a family, all that stuff. Um, Tarasenko is a guy that probably wants to go to L.A. or New York or something like that. I've heard some people say that his wife wants to go to one of those two places for his for her modeling career, which, as much as that's frustrating, makes sense. So I don't know how likely Tori Krug or Vladimir Tarasenko are 
to be moved in that trade. However, I still think Jordan Cairo is the starting point for the St. Louis Blues in this offer. I've seen some people say that he is off the table. I saw one report that said Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, and Colton Pareko are all off the table for the St. Louis Blues. So let's let's shift away from that. I talked about Jordan Cairo plenty yesterday, why it would make sense to trade him for Matthew Kachuk. If you want to hear my thoughts on trading Jordan Cairo and a potential Matthew Kachuk trade, go check out yesterday's episode. But for now, I'm going to look at some of the other pieces in the Blues organization. I'm going to go, go through them one by one and basically say why, yeah, you trade them for Matthew Kachuk. First guy, Jake Neighbors. And this is going to be painful. You know, just like Jordan Cairo, a lot of these prospects I'm going to bring up, I have really high hopes for. And I think that they could be a valuable, valuable piece to the Blues, if not this year, years down the road. First guy that comes to mind is Jake Neighbors. Now, Jake Neighbors is a very, very proven prospect. He was the captain of a team that went on to win a championship this year in juniors. Um, tremendous playmaker. Uh, tremendous offensive talent, but also a tremendous leader. Maybe the Blues' top prospect, top top two, top three, regardless. Um, definitely would probably see someone like him or some of the other prospects that I'll mention in the trade. And it comes down to exactly what I said about Jordan Cairo. Yeah, it would hurt to lose a guy of that caliber, especially a guy of that caliber that is so young. But the chances of any single prospect in the Blues organization or any single prospect in the entire NHL turning into a player as good as Matthew Kachuk is rare. If there is a single prospect in the NHL right now, including number one picks, including the guy that was just picked number one this past year, including, you know, anyone, anyone, if there is a single prospect in the NHL that is going to be as good or at, or better than Matthew Kachuk is right now, that is a diamond. It's incredibly rare prospect, incredibly hard to find. You know what the other thing is? As good as the prospect looks, there is no guarantee that they turn into a player as good or better than Matthew Kachuk. And you know what? If they do, so be it. However, the St. Louis Blues are a team that, you know, doesn't necessarily have a few years, not doesn't have, but isn't in isn't in a spot where they would rather wait three, two, <clears throat> two or three years for a prospect to develop. They want a guy that's good now. And the best part about Matthew Kachuk, he's not still a prospect but he's young. He's going to be 25 in this upcoming season. Still going to continue to develop. He went from, I think, 60 points to 100 points last season. Um, his first 100-point season, he is going to continue to develop, continue to progress, continue to score and get better. And like I said, the chances that any prospect in the Blues system, including Jake Neighbors, becomes as good or better than Matthew Kachuk is very, very rare. Those guys are good. They're going to be good players. There are chances that could be stars in this league, stars for the St. Louis Blues, but they will not be on Matthew Kachuk level. And that's kind of going to be my my mindset on every other prospect I bring up. You know, Jake Neighbors, great player. Would love to keep him around. Would love to see him eventually, you know, become a really talented player with the St. Louis Blues. However, if he does go in a Matthew Kachuk trade, that makes sense, and I'm all for it. Moving on from him, Zach Bolduck, similar to Jake Neighbors, doesn't quite have that established leadership, but tremendous offensive talent, um, has shown a remarkable ability to score the puck, uh, and is only getting better in his junior years. But similar to uh, Jake Neighbors, he's probably not that close to having that sort of an impact at an NHL level. Even if he does get as good as Matthew Kachuk, that probably wouldn't be for a few seasons. And the Blues would rather have a player of that caliber now than years down the road. And if you're trading for Matthew Kachuk, not only do you have a player of that caliber now, you also have a player player of that caliber a few years down the road. Yes, you're, using, you're losing a few years of the prime. You know, if, if 
somehow Zach Bolduck or Jake Neighbors turned into a Matthew Kachuk caliber player, then you know you shift the window. Then they're then they're good for the next fifteen years or you know twelve years. Whereas Matthew Kachuk will be good for the next ten. Boohoo. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. I think any one of those forward prospects makes sense to trade for Matthew Kachuk. I mean, Jimmy Snuggerud, they just drafted him. I doubt they would trade him, but same goes for him, unfortunately. Another guy that I've seen tossed around is Scott Perunovich. Now, that's a little bit different because obviously the Blues' defense is so weak that trading away, they're pretty much their only young prospect defenseman would hurt, it would sting, and it would definitely set the Blues' defense back a little bit. However... I saw a point made on Twitter that I think makes a lot of sense, and that is bringing in Matthew Kachuk would improve the Blues defensively better than any defenseman available right now. You know, regard besides if they were to go out and trade for a, you know, Victor Hedman, whatever number one defenseman type guy, and I completely agree with that. Matthew Kachuk is one of the best defensive forwards in this game, and he is only going to get better if you are playing him out there with a guy like Ryan O'Reilly and even Pavel Buchnevich. Good luck scoring on that line. I don't care who your two defensemen are. You could put Matthew Kachuk, Ryan O'Reilly, and another defensive winger out there at the same time, or Matthew Kachuk, Robert Thomas, and another defensive winger out there at the same time, and then put me on right defense, and the team is going to have a hard time scoring. Matthew Kachuk is so incredibly talented in the defensive end that he outweighs what Scott Perunovich could bring in the defensive end. Yes, it would definitely create a gap where the Blues would be in trouble, defensively you know they would they would have to find a way to to add some more youth to their defense but the thing is we, we, we've talked about it Tori Krug and Scott Perunovich it would be hard for them to coexist on the same team at the same time both getting a lot of minutes because they are somewhat redundant in their play styles and having two undersized defensemen you know playing 40 minutes a night combined is difficult to get by so because of that I wouldn't mind seeing Scott Perunovich go in a trade either. Um, another guy that I've seen thrown around, around a lot is Ivan Barbashev. I talked about the potential of trading Ivan Barbashev earlier in this offseason. You guys know my thoughts on that. I have no problem with it. I think his value is higher than it will ever be. I don't think he's going to be able to replicate the offense that he had this past season again. And if he does, I still think he's peaked and he really disappeared in the playoffs. So wouldn't mind seeing that. The only issue that comes up there is how the heck do they afford the cap space to sign Matthew Kachuk if and when that trade happens. And and basically, in order to do that, they would need to move some guys around elsewhere. They would need to find a trade for Vladimir Tarasenko. They would need to find somewhere that he was willing to go and get assets for him back. However, the assets that they were to get back for Vladimir Tarasenko could either A, replace the assets that they trade away for Matthew Kachuk, or turn into assets that they trade away for Matthew Kachuk. We see some sort of crazy three-team trade, something going on. So a lot of moving parts. The Blues definitely have some work to do if they want to acquire Matthew Kachuk. You know, they would need to free up some cap space. They would need to send a heck of a lot of assets to Calgary. But it is not often in this league that a guy like Matthew Kachuk becomes available. And it is not often in this league that a guy like Matthew Kachuk becomes available and wants to go to your team. If you trade for Matthew Kachuk, the next 10 years of your franchise are redefined. We talk about the youth of this team and sort of this team lacking a little bit of youth and lacking a direction after the the older core moves on. You know, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, they're great, but I feel like they're still missing a little bit of an impact, you know, after those guys move on. Matthew Kachuk would change that entirely. He would change the trajectory of the St. Louis Blues immensely. He He would change the window from being one that expires and closes in, you know, a year or two to a window that could stay open for the next seven years as him and Robert Thomas grow and flourish together on a line. 
I am psyched with this news. I am anxiously awaiting more news because the trade could be happening very, very soon here. So make sure you stay tuned to the podcast because uh, I'll have all the news for you here first. You know, whenever news comes out, I'm going to be doing my best to get videos out as quickly as possible. You know, I am working throughout the day, so going to do my best, like I said, whenever the news comes out. You know, I can't just drop everything, but I'll have it covered for you here. That is all the time I have for you guys today, though, so make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I guess we're on the road to 500 subscribers now. Uh, be really cool to hit that. Next is 1,000, and then a million, and then a trillion, and then we become the most subscribed channel on YouTube, baby. Let's go. All jokes aside, though, appreciate all the support there. Uh, hit the notification bell on YouTube. That way, whenever a new episode comes out, you'll be the first to know. Leave a comment. Try to interact with lots of comments and all that fun stuff. Uh, follow Lockdown Blues on all of the social accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Lockdown Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, let's go Blues.